So let's continue yesterday's conversation about emotional withdrawal, the three levels of emotional withdrawal that virtually everyone hits. Everyone that begins a weight loss journey that includes changing their diet in order to lose weight, virtually everyone experiences three withdrawal points. And what I mean by that is that your body begins to, uh, as it's detoxing itself, emotionally and physically from the foods that you used to eat and the lifestyle that you used to live, uh, it's going to hit three specific withdrawal periods. The first is a physical withdrawal. Um, so for those that have experienced trying to give up sugar and detoxing sugar, then there is frequent reports of, uh, experiencing withdrawal symptoms, um, headaches, fatigue, and, and those types of things. So the physical withdrawal always comes first. That typically for people who begin a weight loss journey for really shallow and superficial reasons, uh, when the physical withdrawal is accompanied by just really extremely strong cravings for whatever food it is that they have been trying to give up, uh, that is the first, the first withdrawal that occurs and that sends people just back to back to their old lifestyle that usually happens somewhere in between about three to four days is about the earliest that it happens and it can happen uh, up until about 14 days so anywhere from a little under a week to about two weeks after you after you make your your changes okay so that's withdrawal level one level two can occur somewhere in between um, week four week three or four. So, you know, about a month into the journey, anywhere from about one to three months in is when level two withdrawal can hit. Level two withdrawal is an emotional withdrawal. So in some of my previous episodes, I talked about the fact that when we have relationships with food, uh, in which we're relying on that food to provide any sort of emotional support or comfort or stress management, Anytime that we uh, rely on food to help us cope with stressors in addition to fueling our bodies, then when we remove those foods from our lives in the name of trying to lose weight and trying to go on a diet, then our bodies experience not only a physical withdrawal from those foods, but an emotional withdrawal. So emotional withdrawal is the level two. That's level two. And that typically hits people when everything can be going along fine, they get through the physical withdrawal, they have enough willpower to push past the cravings, to keep going, they start experiencing the very first inklings of results, internal results, maybe external results, okay? And then, uh, and then something happens, a stressor pops up, an emotional, tra- uh, emotional trigger happens, something at work goes crazy, some, you know, something happens with the kids, something happens with family, something occurs where there's now an emotional trigger and your body has been living for the past several weeks up to a couple months your body has been living without the food that it used to rely on for coping mechanisms so now there is a withdrawal that your body goes through and it elevates it heightens it doesn't heighten like physical cravings for those foods it heightens an emotional need for comfort and typically people just, it's not even something that they can control. 
they just, you know, kind of go to those foods. They're pushed to those foods that they gave up uh, in order to cope, in order to deal with the, the stressor that has popped up. Now, I would say it's, I would say maybe it's 60, 40 that, I don't know. I, I don't know a percentage. I, I'm just going to guess 60, 40, 60% of people that hit level two withdrawal, that's usually the stepping stone that has them slowly kind of go backwards and fall completely off of their new lifestyle and go back to old habits. About 40% of people pick themselves up after this event. They don't allow the event to like traumatize them emotionally. They don't, they don't beat themselves up over the decision that they made. They just decide that, you know what, this was a bad day. Let me just get back on the horse. Um, probably I would say between 30 and 40% of people get back on the horse and they keep going about 60 to 70% of people, that decision that they made with their food, uh, it emotionally like discouraged them from continuing moving forward. So it's more the, for those people that fall off at level two, it is 100% purely emotional. It's not physical at all because that one bad day, that one slip up cannot reverse all of the progress that they've made. I hope that you know that. Like if you've been doing really well, eating clean, staying consistent for like three weeks straight, one day of just, you know, kind of phoning it in and throwing it in a towel, no matter how much you eat that one specific day, that one day has absolutely zero physical impact on your progress. You cannot gain back any weight after one day of eating horribly. You can't, that, that's physically impossible. So it's an emotional response of crap, I fell off this one day. And then it, it, it's, it's a mental, it's a mental thing that eventually has them just slide backwards. It's not physical. That's level two withdrawal. Level three, we get to level three withdrawal. And that just, level three is just blindsides you. Level three comes out of nowhere. And with level three withdrawal, you actually don't even know that you're experiencing withdrawal. Why? Because level three withdrawal usually happens uh, after it can happen as early as about three to four months after you change your lifestyle. It can happen as late as four to five years after you've changed your lifestyle. Okay. So at this point, you've lost some weight, you've experienced results, you feel so much better. You feel like I can do this forever. I can eat like this forever. I can exercise like this forever. Your quality of life has improved. People started commenting on the fact that you're starting to look good. You're starting to look like you've lost some weight. Your clothes are starting to fall off of you. So you, you, you know, you're going shopping to replace your wardrobe and you really feel like this is it. This is it. Like I'm, I'm in the clear. I finally found what works for me. I found something that I'll be able to stick to. I have arrived. So when level three withdrawal hits, it completely like kind of backhands you in the face like I said, because you have no idea that it's connected to a withdrawal. You have no idea that it has anything to do with the fact that you gave up the foods that you gave up three to four months, all the way up to four to five years ago. Okay. And that withdrawal, that final withdrawal comes in the form of depression. It comes in the form of anxiety, of dissatisfaction, of anger, of short temperedness, um, a frustration, discouragement, 
really, really heavy toward like the, the depression, frustration, discouragement end of like a mental and emotional reaction that is not triggered by any one event. It is just like you kind of wake up and you start to feel down. You don't know why you can't pinpoint where exactly it's coming from. Everything is going along as smoothly as it always has been, but you have no idea why you're feeling just so down and in the dumps why you're feeling so downcast. I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine. She was about, I would say, four to five months into her journey. She had lost 20 pounds, looking good, feeling good. And we, her and I were talking and she was like, I don't know, like things have just been, I mean, nothing has, is really wrong. Like nothing's been going on. I'm just feeling like angry and really sad all the time. And I have no idea why. Uh, For me specifically, I'll never forget about four to five months into my journey. I had lost all my weight, you know, gotten down to my size. I was like in this new style of eating, gave up all sugar, you know, gave up all of these things. I loved my life, right? And uh, I hit that withdrawal. I hit level three withdrawal. Had no idea what it was at the time, but I fell into like a deep, dark depression, I fell into a depression about my relationship, about my marriage, about my career, about my job. I literally, within the span of 24 hours, almost divorced my husband and quit my job in the same day. And I remember, it was crazy. And I remember sitting down with my husband at, we were having lunch together. And I was telling him like, I just don't know. Like, I don't know if I wanna be married anymore. I don't know if I wanna live here anymore. Like, I kind of just want to, you know, pick up and move and do my own thing. How crazy. How crazy does that sound? And do you want to, you want to hear something even crazier? Like, I start crying. (laughs) This poor guy. I start crying. We're like sitting out. We're having lunch together. I start crying. And I'm like, the worst part about all this is that I just really want a chocolate donut right now. But I can't have one. That's what I said to him. I'm sitting there with tears in my face, telling him I want to leave the marriage. I want to quit my job. I want to move away. And right now I just really want a donut and I can't have one. And that just makes this whole thing worse. (laughs) Uh, Fortunately, my husband uh, was used to me being crazy. Like he was used to my crazy. He was used to me saying like off the, you know, off the cuff, crazy things like that periodically. So it didn't like, Uh, force him to run away from me but look after I I after I started doing research and started coaching and everything I learned and I I learned and I realized that what I was experiencing was a withdrawal from sugar I was experiencing in in that moment that depression and all those things that I was going through that was a food withdrawal that was a withdrawal from sugar and carbohydrates and all of the foods that I, that I lived on. I lived on these foods my entire life. I lived on these foods. And at that moment, I was experiencing a withdrawal. The only reason I would, I 100% would have 
in that moment gotten up gone and gotten a chocolate donut and a big chocolate chip cookie and stuffed my face it would have happened it would have the only reason that it didn't was because along my journey I developed I realized that I uh, was gluten sensitive that I was gluten intolerant and so because of my digestive health because I didn't want to get I didn't want to get sick that was the only reason that I did not in that moment go get a chocolate donut otherwise I 100% would have and it's this withdrawal when people hit this withdrawal there's nothing that stops them nothing nothing at that moment like nothing stops them in that depression from from just going and and getting the donut from going and getting the ice cream to make themselves feel better so this takes out like this level 3 withdrawal this takes everybody out it takes nobody is exempt from experiencing this nobody is exempt from falling prey to it but once again like level 2 similarly for level 3 if you can recognize after the fact right cuz in the moment you're not going to be able to like there's going to be no rationalization i can warn you about this all i can until i'm blue in the face it's not going to matter when it happens to you it's not going to matter okay so after the fact after you've had the donut and after you beat yourself up over having the donut and then after you remember oh i listened to Lene's podcast episode about this this is this must be what what i'm experiencing this is probably this is probably it oh okay i see now so after all of that just like level 2 the way that you get past that you just keep going you just keep going you say okay i had my donut i cried i had my pity party still depressed but i'm going back to the gym still depressed but i'm going to have this kale and this salmon for dinner <laughs> you know what i mean just get up just get up and go and you keep moving forward um and that's exactly and very specifically what you have to do with each every time you hit each of these withdrawal symptoms give into it if you must fine why because giving in to it that one time when the pull is so strong and you just can't resist physically that's not going to undo any of your progress you will not gain a pound you won't even gain an ounce you will at that point especially after level 2 and level 3 you will be physically incapable of eating so much in one day or one sitting that you will even gain an ounce of weight yeah maybe your water might fluctuate if you eat like a bunch of sodium or you know whatever it is but in terms of fat absolutely physically impossible for you to gain any fat from that one day that one moment that one whatever okay physically impossible so when you have those experiences for those of you that fall off if you fall off at level 1 then your problem is a different problem you have to find a deeper why you have to find a, di- a deeper reason if you keep trying a diet and you can't go more than 3 or 4 days or you can't go more than a couple weeks and you always consistently after 3 or 4 days or after a couple weeks you fall off then you're pursuing weight loss for the wrong reasons 
okay? You're pursuing weight loss for shallow and superficial reasons. You have to figure out a different reason than you just want to lose weight. You just want to fit back into that dress. You just want your body to look better. That's not good enough. It's not going to carry you through, okay? But for those of you that have a deeper why, once you hit level two and level three, I'm going to tell you something. It's good. Look, this is really important. Pay attention. Please write this down if you have to. Lapsing after you hit those withdrawal periods, it's okay. It's okay. Physically, it's okay. But let me tell you something. The most important thing that you must do after you have that lapse because of the withdrawal, you must 100% immediately continue following the plan that you've been following before you hit that, before you hit that lapse, that relapse. 100% immediately. You cannot mentally, you cannot hit that relapse eat the donut and then start like justifying or, uh, or, or creating a new eating plan that includes donuts. Everyone's not No. The relapse is a one-time event that must, as soon as it's over, be cast into the sea of forgetfulness as if it never happened. Forgive yourself. It wasn't a big deal. Physically, it had zero impact on your weight. You must immediately go back to what you were doing before. Okay, why is this important? I'm gonna tell you what's happening. Neurologically, every time you have a relapse, every time you have a lapse, and then your next step, your next action is to keep moving forward, in the way that you were eating before the relapse, then you are creating brand new neurological connections in your brain that will set the stage, set the platform for your new relationship with food moving forward for the rest of your life. I'll say that again. You're doing well with your diet, okay? You hit a withdrawal point, you have a relapse. Immediately, right after, right after the last crumb is eaten, immediately you get back on the horse. Not Monday, not tomorrow, your next meal. You get back and you start doing and eating the exact same way you were eating before that relapse. And every time you hit a point like that, where you're going and going and going and then something happens, a stressor or something happens and you eat another donut, mentally ignore, emotionally ignore the reaction to it. Ignore yourself and immediately, once again, get back on the horse and keep going. Because in, in the immediate response of, it doesn't matter that I just ate this donut. I'm going specifically back to my new style of eating you are creating the foundations for a brand new relationship with food that will, in the future, that will allow you to continue losing weight, that will allow you to get down to your goal weight, and that will allow you to sustain that weight loss forever. The reason why people 
go on a diet, lose weight, they hit a relapse, and then slowly but surely start just eating the way that they were eating before and slowly and surely fall off the horse, that relapse is biochemical. It has nothing to do with willpower. It has nothing to do with the fact that you will never be able to change your eating. You'll never be able to lose weight. It has nothing to do with any of that. It's a biochemical defense mechanism that your metabolism, your, your crafty metabolism has created in order to get you to go back to your old lifestyle, in order to get you to continue relying on food as your coping mechanism. So when you start a diet in order to lose weight, please stop looking at this as just a, a, like a, a physical journey. It's not. It's a whole entire transformative journey. You're transforming your entire behavior and relationship with food. Now, the reason why people gain back all of their weight eventually within two to five years is because they're still tied to their old patterns of behavior with food. And that diet, like that weight loss journey, is just them taking a break. They're just like taking a sabbatical from their old habits. Ready and willing to pick up those old habits again as soon as that diet's over. And that's what the metabolism was waiting for. The metabolism is looking at your diet as a sabbatical from your old lifestyle. And then when you have a relapse, your metabolism is like, okay, great, here we go, the sabbatical is over. Now let's, let's slowly but surely like work our way back to the way that you were eating before. So every time you get back on the horse, immediately afterwards, what you are communicating to your metabolism is this is not a sabbatical. This is now a new way of living. This is now my new relationship with food. I am not going backwards we are creating a new future. And every time you have a lapse, that's your metabolism, like an unruly teenager testing your boundaries. And you have to reconfirm and reaffirm the boundaries and say, nope, the donut was, I had the donut. However, immediately my next meal, we're getting back on plan. And the more often you do that, slowly but surely brand new neurological connections are being made in your body with your metabolism with your neurotransmitters that in the future will create a completely brand new relationship with food so that eventually those relapses cease to exist and now you have a neurological, biochemical, metabolic system that no longer relies on food and the foods that you used to eat for your emotional comfort, for your stress coping mechanisms. Now you have an entirely new system that has severed the relationship, that has severed ties with food and now only treats food as fuel and not as anything else. This is exactly and very specifically what happened for me. When I started my journey like 12 years ago in between my pregnancies and I started trying to lose weight, my reasons for wanting to lose weight was purely because I hated my body. I grew up as a petite kid. I wanted to be petite again. 
and I hated all the fat, stubborn baby fat on my body. And for that reason, I could not go more than three to four days without going back to, without like having a relapse. That was for eight years, okay? Then once my why changed, once it changed from I hate my body to I have all these diseases running in my family and if I don't change something, I'm going to die young and my kids won't have a mother anymore. Once, the, once my why changed, then I found the strategy that worked for me, got through that three to four day plateau, got through that three to four day withdrawal period, hit level two withdrawal, lapsed and kept going. Four to five months later, hit level three, didn't lapse because I couldn't. But just I, <laughs> in my depression and my tears, I would get up crying, go to the gym, still get the workout done. Be in the kitchen, cooking my, you know, sauteing my kale, making, grilling my salmon, tears running down my face, depressed, frustrated, and angry, but, but continuing to, you know, keep it going. Just keep moving forward. And now here I am almost five years later. Weight still off. Emotional connection and addiction to food completely gone. Brand new relationship with food. Brand new lifestyle, 100% focused on my health and wellness. It is 100% possible for you, and I know this, so just take heed, okay? Don't be discouraged. Don't beat yourself up. The most important part about falling off the wagon is getting back on right away. Because every time you get back on, you create, you. it's like, it's like the butterfly effect. Every time you get back on the horse, you create a brand new, you change the, tra the trajectory of your future. Okay? I hope this was helpful. I hope it was encouraging. I never got a chance to introduce myself <laughs> in case this is your first time listening. Uh, but my name is Lene Urban. This has been another episode of the, pot, the Rest Based Weight Loss Podcast series. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you next time.